Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. You're listening to The Sexy Unique Podcast. And I'm your host, Lara Marie Shanghals. We are back again. It's me, Lara Marie Shanghals, your host, and my dear friend, Ryan O'Connell. I continue to be tethered to these idiots. <laughs> I want to be broken free. They're actually getting like very tiresome at this point. Like I find myself you, you're to getting be more exhausted. Tired of them than I am, I'm I getting tired of them. I've watched now this episode three times. 
Yeah. Because I'm trying to always just give the most comprehensive report yeah. possible. Of, of course. Of no course. St- I'm a journalist. No stone thinking. left unturned. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get all the details. But yeah. <laughs> I'm really just like, there. it's a lot for me to handle. Maybe it's because I'm so mature. Honey, you hit the <laughs> nail on the head, honey. So the first time I watched the episode this week, my sister's been visiting me, so I like forced her to watch it, even Has though she, she doesn't. It? No, she doesn't watch like reality TV. She's the normal sister. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, <laughs> she was like, Laura, Laura, what the fuck is wrong with these people? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> where do I begin? And she's like, they're too old to be acting like this. Like, That's how real. old are they? That's like, real. And I was like, they are too old to be acting like this. Yeah, they're it's like, the bottom line. They're like creative execs. <laughs> <laughs> creative execs they manufacturing are. their own failures. Creative execs are like no, but creative execs still like live la vida, like frat boy. You know what I mean? Like, like if yeah, you they like go, binge drink and have yeah, drama. They just like like ah, like and it's like they like fucking are in spring break. You know? What they're I mean? like, what happened to the mixer last night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Did you network? That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I needed to actually talk first and foremost about Katie O'Malley. Oh, and yeah. And, like, ask who, what, where, when, They're why. They're really scraping in the bottom of the barrel for this one. Well, okay, so she has to be who, a part of the show. Who is she? Well, she has to be a part of the show. She has to because, why, like, otherwise it's truly Marlon Rando that they put her in this episode. There needs to be some payback. Okay, well, I have a theory about payback, the, up. like, the sir of it all at this point is that none of these people really truly are working there consistently enough to sir? have. Who cares? Because that's, like, the... I think that Lisa probably has some deal where it's like Sir needs to be featured at least once in each episode. Actually, that's really smart. I didn't think about that, but you're probably right. And so now it's like the only way to organically work it in there is to like either have a cabbage soup storyline or a Katie O'Malley cameo. And I'm just like, Katie O'Malley, you need to go back to where you came from. It truly is so useless. And like... Like this episode, like let's have, let's just introduce a server that we've never seen before and just have her audition for Lisa. Like that, like can you imagine the story producer's job? They're like, like bullet to the brain. I wonder how much Katie O'Malley got paid to like be just like publicly hum- humiliated. And on Lisa the show. being like, no, 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 someone doesn't know her cocktails. And it's like, I like a cocktail, please. What can you recommend? She's like, vodka, a pink it's like, like cocktail with vodka in it. No, honey, <laughs> you didn't get it's it. Like the salad's really good. It has avocado on it. Also, I always lull when like Lisa pretends that the web, the restaurant has any integrity whatsoever. Like, just no one cares. Like, literally, your your restaurant is Disneyland. It's Disneyland with goat cheese balls. No one so, has ever gone to Sir and been like, I cannot wait for this delicious meal at Sir. I've been craving it all week. Like, let me just sit down. She's like, a great server can really make or break the entire food experience. And it's like, uh, uh, literally, no one goes there for the no food. And the only servers they care about are, like, the you that still work there. literally your employees are just like monkeys in a cage and like people come and watch them to like and throw peanuts in their mouth like literally that's what this is <laughs> wait but also i have to give a huge congratulations to tom sandoval who's apparently going to get promoted to like manage that new restaurant good for him that's like an actual chic that's look. chic that's chic and like 
that, we'll hopefully get them out of that, you know, cesspool apartment, the Dust Bowl. <laughs> I'm actually really proud of him for yeah. coming this far. No, me too. It's a huge move. Yeah, he's 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 good at a lot of things, apparently. He's you know, upwardly making, mobile. Making cocktails. <laughs> he is rag. great at making cocktails. He used to make us, whenever he would come on Pumped, he would make us, like, shots and cocktails, and they Wait, were really? always really delicious. Yeah. Oh, someone has a history with uh, Tom. Reminiscing. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Um, this episode opened with Stasi doing what she does best, just, just making everyone else's pain about her. Oh, I know. She was like, it made me so sad to see Katie sad because I remember that I wasn't there. <laughs> and like, I just feel like really upset about that because it's like me. And it's just like, do you listen to anything anyone says? Everything what, goes what, through a filter in her head that's the me filter and then comes out the other side. What she really means is that she was sad that she wasn't there when this happened because she would have literally created hell for, for the relationship. She's like, God, I missed an opportunity to ruin people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, ah, shucks. Their friendship is super dark to me. Like, It's very codependent. It's very codependent. And you can tell that they're now closer than ever before and yes. closer than either of them are to Kristen. Yes. And Kristen seems to be giving me an energy like she feels almost left out, yeah. but just like grasping at trying to like be close with them. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's definitely and like they get stronger the more the other one's down to the dumps. Yeah. Like that. That's what fuels the relationship is what like them being in bad bad shape when molly was on the podcast we were having a conversation about like who would slender man who oh and my God. i just watching this episode i was like oh katie and stassi would slender man kristen oh for sure yeah. well sheena first but yeah she well they would all sacrifice well, sheena all together to feel sheena. strong and then they'd be like twist kristen you're yeah. going to mm-hmm. she'd be like what no my vegetarian food blog <laughs> my but tush. i'm a vegaholic <laughs> but i'm veg yeah, <laughs> French onion. I mean, vegetarian French onion soup. You guys, you can't kill a vegetarian. It's actually not possible. <laughs> you should. You would know this if you read my blog, veggieholic.com. Like, I'm gonna rant about this later. <laughs> From the grave. <laughs> um, and then Tom Sandoval is like so emotional. He's like. Fully punching walled and like crying about his friend. It's a battered wife. He like kicks over. I mean, that's so cinematic, babe. That was like his emotions. He should get an Oscar for that. Yeah, he actually like cares so much about his friends. Like I know. maybe too much, but I like know. he does the opposite of what Stassi does. Like she makes it about her twenty four seven, and he is truly just like here for Tom Schwartz and like trying to protect his best friend. Tom could stand to be a little more selfish. Yeah. You he know, could. he's always putting others others before himself. He expends a lot of energy surrounding other people. Yeah. But he's Which an I'm empath, sure Ariana a loves. feeler, and a healer. He is an empath. <laughs> <laughs> Ariana, my, one of my favorite Ariana moments where she's like, why are you so mad right now? <laughs> well, because Ariana Generally, is genuinely confused. Let's talk about yin and yang. Ariana, like, don't curl. Like, light the match, gotta go. Yeah, See she's, like, so chill. She's, like, horizontal. Yeah. And then Tom's just like, the battered wife line, I think, is iconic. He's a battered wife. Kicking then, the door open. And, and then, then Tom Schwartz is just kind of there smirking. Smirking. I know. <laughs> I thought he was crying for the first 20 times I watched that clip. And then I realized, oh, he's no, smug. he's like kind of lolling. No, I know. He like, he's like, it's me, the battered wife. He looked so creepy and drag. He looked like Eileen Warnos, like mixed <laughs> with, like, with like Robert Durston drag yeah. is what you said. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. But it's true. He looked 
creepy as fuck. And talk about a roller coaster that night. He would oscillate being like, Katie, you're a fucking bitch. Poor. And then being like, Bubba, I missed you. Like literally in the same two minutes. Yeah. It was insane. Well, he was fully blackout. He was blackout. Katie was blackout. Stassi was weirdly sober. Yeah. Stassi was sober the entire time, which makes me feel like she's trying to just power move on everyone. I think that was a total power move. Like she can live and she can manipulate freely. Katie finally admitted that she's the dumbest woman on the planet. Thank God. The words we've literally all been waiting for. And I'm glad that she, I'm glad that she had the courage to come out. This was the most honest episode about the relationship that I've ever seen. They openly admitted, I mean, Katie openly admitted, granted she was probably blacked out too, that, you know, she's invested too much time into Tom, that she's not going to let some dumb bitch in Vegas fuck everything up, which is so dark. So basically, like, when she realized Tom fucked this girl, she was like, well, I really want to get married and I just really don't want this to derail it. The and quote, was, yeah, her quote was, theme. I've been with this dude for so long and this loose skank bitch was not going to change that. What I also just the love, actual fuck their their feelings are so throwback Thursday. I mean, first of all, it's so misogynistic, the loose skank bitch, and it's so it's this desperation. This desperation is so crazy to be to be married to someone that you can't stand. There's someone that you you don't like this you, person. They don't even. like each they other. They don't like each other, and they've, they've openly, been also having the same fight for five years now. This like the fight that's like, can you take my fucking back? And like. He doesn't, and then they just fight about it over and over. But, like, what's crazily dark to me is that you don't get married or get engaged to someone because as, like, a fuck you to the person that they cheated on you with. I know. Tom was like, I didn't like you for the first two or three years of the relationship, which is, like, a long time to not like someone. <laughs> and then, like, and then You're a living nightmare and for then the two literally, or three years. Katie's response is, well, too bad. You put a ring on it, so you're stuck. I mean, literally, it was like, you're, it's like going to jail. Their wedding is literally going to jail. Yeah. Like, you saw, like, the second it's you put a ring. It's being on death row. It's on death row, and it's like, it's so crazy. It's the least romantic thing ever. It's like, well, too bad. You hated me. Well, too bad. You put a ring on it, so now you're stuck with me forever. And it's actually insane. Like, they're saying these things. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, like, they're so supported by the people around them that, like, I mean, Jax was kind of like bucking all the stereotypes because he was actually he was the making one, sense. He was the one making the most sense, which you know is like you've really entered a fucked up Twilight Zone when Jax is like the relationship expert in the group, where he's like talking like totally clear and like really giving some good advice. And then Stasi's like on the floor and she's like, "It's just their shtick. This is their shtick. It's their thing." Well, because because that Stassi, it's their thing to just hate each but other. But Stasi doesn't know healthy love at all. I mean, like like so it's like for. For her, this is normal, and she would put up with the same thing. Yeah. So it's like for them, it's both. I mean, they're both so insecure, so they attract really toxic suitors. I mean, like, it's that's it. To be in a relationship where, like, your boyfriend gets drunk and then starts calling you a bitch is crazy. Two weeks before you're going to get married. Two weeks before you're getting married. And it's like, I don't want to marry that fucking bitch. And they're like, well, too bad. You put a ring on it, so now you're stuck. Literally, that's the... that is You the, had now. Now you don't. Yeah. That's literally what it is. Like, you could have left, but you put a ring on it, so now... You can't go anywhere. We're like, together wow. forever. It's actually, it's so insane. I really, I want to know if they're watching this at home and are like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't think that they have any sort of like self-awareness well, of that normal. level. It's their normal. And it's just like, what's crazy to me is that Jax comes across as like having kind of a solid grasp on what's happening. He's like, you don't need to be in this relationship. He's like, this is not normal. He's like, we are at your bachelor party and you've cried three times this no, weekend. I know. And he's like. You need to, like, either 
figure it out or like get out and tom schwartz is just like drinking a beer and like spitting it on himself he's so passive it's remarkable but then nothing ever happens so it's just like they have this same thing replay over and over and over and they've done it for five years and now they're going to just continue to do it for the rest of their lives Mm, i don't know the rest like whatever a year (laughs) six months until they get divorced well i don't know though because like they're both so codependent and so fucked up, both of them, that I can't imagine them living without the other one. I really can't. They are kind of, like, weirdly suited to each other. They found someone who can feed into their worst qualities. So it's like, until they change themselves, they're going to always attract this kind of relationship. Katie, like, wants to be Tom's, like, mommy. Yeah. And, like, Tom acts like a little child, and he likes, like, having this, like, woman kind of try and rein him in like that like when they're having that argument on the couch and he like keeps putting whipped cream in his mouth or like taking a shot of vodka or like drinking a four loco it's like can you just have a normal conversation with this woman and then she's like and it's just like oh they love the drama they love being upset they love the fights they love the making up i mean it's really again it's like it's like that relationship and that your friend had in high school and college that drove you nuts and except for they're like 33 or 34 and they're like getting married and so it just never stopped also it's like when you're referring to your relationship like using terms for like herpes outbreaks to yeah. refer to your relationship it might be time to like end it well, when you're also, like we had a little flare up it's like that's not good yeah like get out well also they literally said at the end of the episode they're like well listen like we're gonna be we're gonna sw- they go we're gonna, we're gonna bottle, bottle it up. up we're gonna bottle it up <laughs> <laughs> just i love too that they're like they're like they see the patterns that they're doing yeah. like they know they that know. this is the exact pattern repeating itself which they get hold resentments get really mad it all explodes and then there's no resolution and right. then they, it, they, they bottle it up until it happens again so everyone's like yeah this is what they do and they're like yeah this is what we do and they try and have this conversation where if they were being normal people that like really wanted to accomplish something in their relationship she'd be like hey i really have a problem because i believe that you fuck this girl and you still haven't owned up to it. And can you right. just be honest about it? And then he would be like, yeah, you know what? I did fuck this girl. And like, I'm so sorry for lying to you. And like, I want to move on from right. that and like get married. And instead she's like, I know you fucked this girl and I'm tired of pretending you didn't. And he's like, I fucking didn't do it. I, can we just forget it? And then she's like, I guess so. And then they're like, we'll bottle this up and then we'll never talk about it again until we're married. And it's like, what the fuck have you accomplished by that? What do they think that they're accomplishing? I don't know. It's like, I understand Katie is so hell-bent on getting married because that's where she literally has stored all her self-worth. So I understand her drive to get married. And I guess I guess Tom is just remarkably passive, like the most passive person you've ever met. And so he just kind of lets it happen. I'm just confused. Like, I don't know what, I guess I understand what, they get out of it. I don't really understand what Tom gets out of it. I think he, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I guess I just can't relate to like needing to get married that badly to where I would just like put, like let everything else fall by the wayside just to like reach this life milestone. It feels like they're just from like a different culture. It feels like, it just feels like what they subscribe to and like what they aspire to is so dated. It just feels very bizarre. And yeah, it feels so antiquated. This this and I understand the drive to get married. I I get all of that. And I understand that as a woman you feel that pressure and that's where you get a lot of your self worth from. But 
I don't know. It just, it all feels so dark and they've like openly admitted how dark it is. And I feel like they just, they know what it's like, but they're also so deeply fucked up that they don't really have the tools to change it. Like when you're not a healthy person, like you don't really crave healthy relationships because you can't, you can't get there. So yeah. it's like, it's like, it's like what works for you. Cause you're so fucked up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but you they're can't... like on the, they're on the, what's crazy is that they're on the brink of like, they know they've identified what the problems are. Yeah. You know, they know what their patterns are, but then they just keep going on the roller coaster. It's literal insanity. It's just, yeah. and I don't actually, I don't even know if they expect different results or if they expect anything to change, but it's just like, they love this like crazy, like wild ride that they're on and just want to keep doing that over and over. I don't know if, I don't know if they would even want a healthy relationship if it, if it came up. You know, yeah. If, if they actually were presented with a healthy relationship and were like, "You can choose this lane," I don't think they would even. I don't think they would even be like, "Sure." Like, I think that again, if they don't fix themselves and fix why they are attracted to this kind of relationship, then nothing's going to change. And it's in that way, it's fine, I guess. If you, <laughs> I know, after these two deeply fucked up people find each other and be deeply fucked up together, well, whatever. Yeah, like after this episode was over, I felt like I personally had a lot more clarity on their relationship, yeah. and I was like, well, I guess you guys do you guys then. I guess. I mean, again, like Katie said in last week's episode, it's not your really like just be glad, glad it's just not glad your it's re- not your relationship. And, and then I was like, like well, thank I am. God, yeah, totally. Um, the next day they're all like so hungover. Like I personally could like feel how hungover they were from drinking so much and what is crazy is that they've just been drinking binge drinking non-stop since touching down in new orleans yeah well also i don't think they've left the hotel like they were in that hotel so much i'm like uh they like went out to bourbon street and then they were just like in the ho- i mean but they're back at the hotel by like 2 a.m and then they're just up until like eight or nine in the morning yeah they're like you know what they're doing too yeah. they're also on I just we need to be like really real they are on so many fucking drugs in New Orleans like it's not even funny yeah like Kristen when she and Tom have that like confrontation in the alley well it's really funny because like everyone everyone's personal vendettas drive every interaction so when like when Katie is talking about Tom Schwartz Kristen's like it's all Sandoval's fault blame Sandoval (laughs) like and you're like "Uh." She's like, he wouldn't act like this if Sandoval wasn't around. I wish I could fucking kill him. <laughs> kill him. Slit his like, throat. Um. Yeah. And you're also just like, that's actually just not, Sandoval's actually not the one to like point Yeah, Sandoval's at. just like it's sticking just, up for yeah. his friend and yeah. like just doesn't want to see his friend be right. like emotionally abused by this monster. When Kristen, Kristen gets so violent, she literally said slit his throat this week. She's, she's full blown. She would kill, I think, if legal. <laughs> she would purge. Yeah. I think that, she would. oh, she would purge hardcore she would murder she honestly would i i think she's a little disconnected i would love to have i wish there could be a purge episode of vanderpump rules just to see like what everyone does oh they'd all kill each other jacks would murder everybody jacks would murder everybody you think it would be fun he like would be like i'm sorry man i just love carrying this axe <laughs> he would just be like i'm sorry you'd be like it's legal He's like, I gotta kill you. I'm sorry. Like, I always wanted you. And like, honestly, you've been a really good friend to me. And like, you're a really good friend. But I just like want to know what it's like to kill someone. Cool things, bye. Weirdly, I think that Tom Schwartz would survive a purge because he's like passive and kind of slippery. So he'd like he'd find a way to kind of go under the radar. Yeah, he'd be and, like, like, oh, not you want to kill purged. me? Okay, just be right back. Five minutes, okay? Five minutes. <laughs> yeah, and then like, like I'll be right back. 
Weirdly, too, I think Katie would survive a purge. Katie would murder. But I could see Saucy just turning around and killing Katie. Yeah, I think I could see like Saucy, Saucy just like kill everybody. She'd be the queen. Saucy and Kristen Saucy and would Jax. fight to the death. Yes. Yeah. And, but, and but who Kristen, would. Kristen, I don't If Kristen was hard. on enough Coke, she could kill Saucy. Yeah, but I feel hard. like she Cause... would have to get like coked out and actually smoke a ton of PCP in order to like <laughs> fight Saucy's like natural purge abilities. Kristen has unbridled crazy in a way that um, Saucy doesn't. Saucy is kind of much more methodical and in. Kristen's way more emotional. Like she acts just on impulse. Like she has no impulse control whatsoever. I think Stassi. Well, now like, that her meds have like evened her out, she seems to have a little bit more. I guess. Yeah, but mm, I don't know. I think crazy always looks underneath. And so, so, so it's interesting. I actually think that Kristen might win a purge. I because like with Stas, I think Kristen would kill Stassi. Really? Because she's just truly psychotic. And when you're in a fight to the death like that. <laughs> I feel like you can't fight true crazy like that. But I feel like Stassi has such a drive to like survive that that would win out. I know. She Stassi of, truly is like she, she you would purge her and think that she's dead because she would lay life. there and pretend to be dead. And, and then, then right when your back was show. turned. Yeah. She'd stab you in the throat. Yeah. That's actually really true. Yeah. They're actually really good villains. They're really good villains. You know, like Stassi is like a perfect horror movie villain. I don't think Sandoval could like kill anyone, no, but I think he'd, he'd like be really emotional and like cry. Well, Ariana about... would kill someone for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know, like, babe, just give me the fucking axe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, babe. He's like weeping in a corner. She's like, okay, come on, enough. Just let me, get... I'll take care of it. Sheena would kill Shay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Shay Sheena no, no, would listen. kill him. No, before... no, no. No, you know what? Shay would stop her and be like, I'll just do it. And then she'll <laughs> He would do it. <laughs> she'd be like babe she'd do it like before the purge actually happened she'd be like babe you know the purge is gonna start so like what's your oh, plan be, oh yeah he'd be like no. <laughs> he'd be like okay i'll just do it first yeah yeah he'd get out while he's <laughs> get out. Yeah. <laughs> she'd be like and then it's sad is like she's gone now because of the purge and then the truth would come out that he like purged himself before the purge yeah, started exactly <laughs> Brittany and her mom would kill all the gays. (laughs) Her mom would be like, get the the hatchet. Get the hatchet and fire up the pickup truck. (laughs) (laughs) We got some dragging to do. Get the rope because we're getting those gays tonight. (laughs) There was a moment in this episode, too, where Brittany made another reference to like the gay stuff with Jax. She was like, they can't know about the drag. I'm like, She's like, please just don't post any photos of you on Instagram but and she was drag. Like, they know that there's a camera crew recording. It's so weird on reality shows when they're like, no one can know about this. And they say, I think like, that well, they lose track. I think they they actually, they actually the cameras blend into their lives in such a way where they, they forget, forget that they're being filmed. I know. Because they're just so comfortable with it at right. this point. Katie might survive the purge because if she survived a fall, 25 foot fall <laughs> through a balcony, she can definitely survive like Stasi hitting her in the head with a two by four. <laughs> yeah. oh She'd God. survive the purge and then get the purge date like tattooed on her forearm. She'd be like, this is a really important day that I need to remember forever. Sheena would die immediately. <laughs> she'd just like, she'd like trip over herself. <laughs> like, just like, I don't know. 
No, they'd like all poison Sheena. They'd be like, come over. We want to have a mocktails. Yeah, we want to have mocktails. <laughs> They're like, we know you've been trying to like be really good about like you're drinking. You're like watching your cows. So like we made yeah. just like little spritzers and then she'd drink one and she'd die and they'd all watch and laugh at her and they'd like probably put an instagram video of sheena dying oh i know it's like they're sacrificing her and then all the girls we always get so dark last week we talked about how they like killed the hooker and like used her blood as like their life force because they are are like the darkest people the thing is it's all like applicable like it's not that far-fetched to me i pray that there's a purge like if the only good thing Donald Trump could ever do is create a legal purge so that then it could be filmed and become an episode of Vanderpump Rules. Lisa would get out of town. She'd oh, be like in Mars. Yeah, Lisa would be like, not uh, be having it. Yeah, James Kennedy would be like, his head would be like on a <laughs> turntable. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like, Jax would kill James. Jax would kill. They'd all kill James. Yeah, they all would. They it actually, would actually they be would the band death together. that brings them all together yeah, and then they would, they would turn on each then other. They would turn, exactly. They'd be like, okay, guys, we're only going to kill James, right? And they're like, you're right. And then they kill James and they're like, wait, that was really fun. Who else can I kill? You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> everyone's. Um, <laughs> Get those guys, honey. She's like, honey. We're in a new era where it is legal. Let's fire up the pickup truck. We're going for it. She's like, round up those boys that were in drag. I have a wor- I have a bone oh, to pick drag with them. them. <laughs> Anyone in drag gets dragged on the truck. A drag for a drag, honey. That's what I always say. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. 
Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. <laughs> also, something that kills me about this New Orleans trip is like everyone's spray tans are like so disgusting and they're like melting off. You didn't notice it? Well, watching this episode three times has made me notice the little Why things. Why do you watch it so much? Because it's like... I it's watched the life first work. time I did her life's work. Yeah, it's the only thing that <laughs> I'm trying to leave what's called a legacy behind, and this is how I'm doing that, as misguided as it may be. No, but like everyone, like Stasi's entire body from the neck down is like four shades darker than her <laughs> face. Ariana's spray tan is like coming off at like the elbows. And really? Like, yeah. If you watch it, you can now see ev- the cracks in the spray tans. Like, Tom Sandoval has like a tear streak down his face where like the tears. That just, hair like, made is his... so scary. I'm into right? the hair. No, it's scary. I think the first time I saw it IRL, I think the first time at, at Ed Hansen's birthday party. Yeah. Uh, it was a powerful look to me. I've always that been a, a fan. That was a party. That was our, that was our episode of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. We that did party. actually have an episode of, a personal episode. that actually <laughs> was that was an insane night can we talk about that for one second okay so okay yeah ed, ed hansen who's a dear friend of the podcast had a birthday party and it was an open bar and which is always like open bar closed night for me <laughs> and also the bartender it wasn't like an open was bar where they're making margaritas. like just like ra- like kind of weak drinks no it they were making like true like yummy the strongest cocktails. most delicious yummy, spicy margs spicy margs within really spicy probably the first 15 minutes i had three because i was just sucking them down and i was like more and then well, like and also we went to okay so we went to dinner at hungry cat before and we were thirsty cats and we drank like three drinks we had three there. drinks there and then we went to ed's <laughs> And we just got into a fight, and we never fight. No, Ryan Ever. and I are not fighters. We fight. We're lovers. Yeah. And we got a few more cocktails in us, and then I decided to confront him about some problems <laughs> I was having. Yeah. 
We basically, he was going to like a wedding of one of my former friends, but now enemy. And I felt really slighted by his decision to do this. So I went full Stassi and I was like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? Just like over here. And I was like, I really think it's inappropriate that you're doing this. And like, have you ever even thought about me and my feelings in this? And I feel like you're doing this to hurt me. And then we got in a full blown argument fight at the party but we also were like lolling in a weird way during all of it too like the thing is like we would fight and then loll about it but then like do it again yeah like it's always like this weird like like it was just like weird it was like on off on off because there would be moments of awareness where i knew like i always know when i'm acting psychotic well you do like deep down but i mean not deep down it's like it's like Little, like I'm just saying, compare like when it depends. It depends. Like the awareness is always there, but it's not always accessible. Always not accessible, but like it's there. It's there. Yeah, I know. I know. And then if it's not accessible in that moment, it will be at least later. in the next 24 hours, yeah. it surfaces and it's accessible. And then I'm right. like, hey, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, totally. So we were fighting about that, and it was just like a weird. And I we were I was so fucking trashed. People and then, got trashed. <laughs> people got trashed it was like a party where literally everyone just decides quietly to turn up like it's all on the same page everyone got everyone got so fucked up people were like barfing in bathtubs (laughs) like passed out on the bathroom floor i was like on another planet i barfed for the first time in three years that night three years i had gone three years with no vomit and i just puked that night and though oh oh, i know i puked because I got wasted. We got into a fight and then I got really into the snacks. Yeah. And we, so I started we got eating. In a fight, we made up and then yeah. we were like, by the way, like there's this artichoke dip that's fucking insane. Let's and it go was. eat it. And I was like, yes. And then yeah. we went inside and just like, and I ate, ate so much artichoke dip. A true dip. like vat of artichoke dip. Like, I mean, like I <laughs> ate the entire, no, literally, so I mean, sick. it was sick and I was drunk. So I was just like, yum, 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 like shoveling it in my mouth. It was insane. We went full Vando that night. Yeah, we did. Honestly. And the, well, you really did because Ryan. we were what can we talk about this i don't really want to talk about why that. it's funny so anyways we're about to leave <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna cut this and out no do not the public needs to know you need to be a little bit more personal and raw <laughs> <laughs> you're trapping me right so now. so anyways um so we're about to leave i call an uber and all of a sudden, Laura comes up to me and she goes, I'm not, I'm going to stay. And I'm like, stay? And that's like a classic Laura move to do this when she's wasted. She's like, I'm going to stay when really, like, she shouldn't. Anyway, I was like, no, you should leave. She's like, no, I just met a guy who knows John Mayer. And then so she literally went home and fooked this guy that just knows John Mayer. He actually is really good friends with him, so it's not that wild. But, like, what do you think? Like, you're going to be like, it was one dick away from John Mayer? In my mind, you're like at one the penis time, away. At the time, it made a lot of sense to me. And then in the morning, it made a lot less sense. Yeah, those things often do. Yeah, and then I went home and vomited. So anyway, that was really fun, though. That yeah, was a- and then I came home the next day, and I was like, why did I do that? I was like, that didn't, that if that ruins my chances with John Mayer, I'm really going to kill myself. And then I just watched Lemonade and cried on the couch for a little bit, and then I drank a Diet Coke, and I felt fine. Didn't one of our friends... Oh, Lemonade came out that day, I remember. Because I it was, was like an actual, the biggest fuck you to my existence was that Lemonade came out that day because I was just like this queen and then I didn't feel so legal I was still myself. vomiting. I was vomiting the day after watching old episodes of Real Houses of Beverly Hills from season one. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a good season. It is a great season. Yeah, we went full Vanderpump that Anyways, night. So or I at least went. No, yeah, we one hundred percent Vanderpump. Sometimes you become you go Vander. You, I think everyone has to have those moments. Mm-hmm. It, what, it's like what makes you fun, but yeah. then you have to come out of it and then and realize that you're out. a psycho. But they, like, the thing every, about them that is night that we they're had, in it. That's they're every. That's night. there every single night. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. It's really weird. What's crazy to me is that Sheena has dated and fucked John Mayer, and I haven't. It feels Wait, unfair. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you didn't know that? Sheena? Sheena dated John Mayer. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. For, uh, give me the receipt. What's the receipt? Google it. Google it? Yeah. It's like on the internet. No. Does she talk about it? Uh, I don't think so. I don't believe it. Also, She did. Does Sheena just like literally, she must be like great in bed or something because she like i was wondering that because in this episode and we need to talk about her and shay's interaction oh because God. it was truly a bone nice. chiller but like i was wondering i was like does sheena ever have sex and if she does does she enjoy it and is she good she at it She doesn't seem that sexual but she seems very like porn star eager to please oh we were talking about how also Shades of the kind of so we all have crushes on Shay this season, which is really weird. And I'm like going to a therapist yeah, about it. I wrote in my notes, I was like, <laughs> Shay's hot again. Yeah. He's hot. He's hot every episode. He's, now. Every episode He's hot in that bed with his weird graphic yep. tee on. And like I'm just even so though disturbed. he's eating like a bag full of snacks and like chicken tenders, I'd still I was like But also we, I got a I mini said, boner for Shay. Is he looks like the kind of guy that would literally eat you out for hours. I mean he like he would just like worship your body he is there to serve because again like tom he's like a passive patty you know what i mean yeah and so that i think that's what makes him so hot it's just knowing that he would try to give you the fuck of your life who knows if he would but he would try i think he could be okay i don't know I feel like it depends be, on how eager he is i feel like he'd be really good at eating you out but not at fucking you like i feel like jacks would be great in bed no yes selfish he'd be selfish I don't believe that. I don't know. I think he would get like really into it and it'd be fun. All Maybe right. I'm just saying that because I've always wanted to fuck him. Yeah, you have it. Um, I think Sandoval would be really great in bed. Yeah. He has like a very sexual energy IRL yeah, that agree. like would translate. And like I the think way Ariana he and Ariana and are, yeah, they like, you can tell that their sex is great. Yeah. Um, I think Tom Schwartz. Nothing sets the mood like that apartment. Honestly, my big glimpse into Tom Schwartz's sex life happened this episode where was, like, he was no giving sex. that lap dance and I was just like. Ugh, like he would be such like a wet noodle in bed. They like, have no sex. He barely like he barely kind of tries in that lap dance. And granted, I mean he's in front of a lot of people, so it's easy to get shy. But I was just like I had a vision of what their sex is like, and I was just like, ugh, it's bone chilling. I mean, again, like when they made up that night, but then they still didn't fuck. I mean, it's like they just literally never have sex. Yeah, they why would never they? have sex because they like yeah why would you. Fuck someone you hate. I guess, well, actually, <laughs> a lot of people do that. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I mean, they don't have sex. The only fucking they do is mind fucking. <laughs> That's it. Kristen and Carter, I can't really get a read on, but I, I feel like she is, like, crazy Oh, she's unhinged. Bed. Yeah. I bet Tom Sandoval and Kristen had amazing sex. Oh, my God. I'll bet I bet it was mind-blowing. the most incredible yeah. sex. That's probably why they stayed together for so long. Yeah. They actually, like, would hate fuck each other. Yeah. I think Tom and Katie go months without having sex. Yeah, I well, agree. They, that ha- they said that, basically, like, this season and yeah. last season. Yeah. That was, like, a whole storyline. Yeah. Ugh. God. Okay, wait. We need to Be talk glad about. Glad it's not your relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. 
Sheena and Shay's conversation in that hotel room. Well, it's always so. Now it's even darker because you know they got divorced. So it's like everything they say is a little bit like foreshadowing. Yeah. Is she smart enough to like no. lay all this groundwork? <laughs> no. Whatever you're gonna say. <laughs> nope. She's not. Okay, but wait. I think that she's like laying a lot of groundwork for no. their divorce in a way. No. Not that clean out the bank account thing was too like that's crazy no. because he actually did do that. He did. Yes, babe. Where have you been? I haven't really. Do checked. you even care about this show? <laughs> yeah. I'm well, questioning your commitment to my legacy right now. Well, I have no choice. Literally trapped. I know. Um, but like right when this season started, there was a whole story about how they're getting divorced and Shay went off the radar, disappeared, and cleaned out their bank account. Oh my god, he's so crazy. I love that though for her. It's okay. She can make it back at Sir Tips. Yeah. She can sell like whatever fucking sunglasses on Instagram. She can like do Instagram ads for sunglasses mm-hmm. and like make that money back. Okay. That Instagram dip eyewear or whatever is mm-hmm. now popping up everywhere. Gross. Chris Jenner's hawking them. Chris? Kylie, yeah. Kylie Jenner's hawking I don't them. They don't need to do this. I'm confused. Babe, money it's is money. money. I know. <laughs> like money. if some shitty eyewear <laughs> company is like, we'll pay you 50 grand to like put a post about us on your snapchat you would do it but yeah it's actually like mind-blowing i'm like what the fuck is defy where i also i would love a deep dive documentary into like what the fuck is this company and how do they have money to do this they're selling like sunglasses for like 20 dollars. no they're like gross like la people sunglasses well they know their audience then <laughs> yeah we're getting a lot of stassi's origin story and i would just like to say please make it stop yeah i don't Really we care. all know how she really got born, which was in a swamp by the <laughs> by the bayou. You know, one dark winter day. Two gators. Yeah, two gators <laughs> made love. Made love. And laid and an egg, and then Stassi crawled out of it. Yeah. I actually like, but I'm like, I can see what they're trying to do with her, and like lay the groundwork for what, her eventual her? spinoff. She's gonna get a spinoff. I feel like she's going to. No, she's not. They're doing too much. They're putting so much effort into like her dating and like her backstory and her no, family. No, it's just called a storyline. I don't know, babe. Money. I think that they're trying to like really make Stassi happen. No. And w- the sad thing is, whatever she does, I'll watch, but I won't <laughs> like it. Well, she's great TV. I mean, she's been on enough reality shows to understand how it works. She is good TV. I was watching the first, I've been watching like the first season a little bit mm-hmm. and it's crazy the difference between first season Stassi and now Stassi. If you watch and go back, she talks in a completely different way. She had, Wait, really? yeah, she had this cadence the first season where she like over pronunciates every word and like, and her whole speech, her whole speech pattern is like, a I remember her being exceptionally vile the first season yeah she's like like, except like truly evil yeah true evil villain just like out to destroy but even the way she talks it's really wild i suggest that everyone go take a trip down memory lane (laughs) painful painful memory lane um katie looks like a sad clown in all of her (laughs) (laughs) she does she is like a total sad clown with that horrible lipstick and that weird outfit she was wearing when like when tom came over shirtless and like put Ooh, that like enough. bib that she was wearing doing, like a bejeweled bib wearing, yeah. uh, weirdly enough the most gorgeous she looked in this episode is was when she's wasted, wasted speaking gibberish and like Literal lying in gibberish. bed she's like about but bow bow <laughs> at one point i was like you katie funny? your so brain damage exactly is showing <laughs> so he's like about yeah. bow bow yeah, <laughs> 
So I was like, I'll rub your back. Yeah. She's like, a She's like, It's like, what the fuck are you talking? They speak in tongues to each other. That's how they're going to decide to kill Kristen together. It's Katie's going to be like, Well, you know what? Best Franz, remember 13 when they had that secret language? Yeah. Um, They were like, get a guy, get a good, get a Yeah. Remember that? That's But that's like a, that's gibberish language. Right. Gibberish is a language because my friends, Alex and Beth used to talk like that to each other too. It was like, get a guy, get a good, get a good, get a boo. I've never been able to do it. Have you? No. I don't, I, it was crazy. They would have full conversations of being like, get a guy, get a boo, get a boo, 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 And they would know. It was crazy. Yeah. What? Nothing. Do you not believe just, me? No, I do believe you. Yeah. I'm just thinking about it and it kind of is like a weird thing to me. When they're all swimming at Stassi's dad's house and like she's trying to like be like, the guys were acting so weird. They're like ruining the trip, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, we won. Like as if they won the Bachelorette weekend. I'm like, honey, uh, no one won this yeah, weekend. This Everyone. Is a, this is, weekend this is the, called the biggest loser where yeah. all y'all are losers. All y'all are such losers. I know. It's, sad. it's crazy too that it's like, their entire existence is like we fight we fucking hate each other we cause so much drama we talk so much shit about each other we deeply hurt each other's feelings but then at the end of the day we just get wasted play spin the bottle all make out and we lol because it's so much fun and we are friends but they and it's are like, they are the same genre of trash though it's a miracle that they all found each other they're like literally the same category of trash because like trash has a lot of different sub genres and they are like the very specific subgenre. They actually work really well together. Yeah. It's like Lisa knew, like she's been like playing God this entire yeah. time and had this like grand design of like hiring all of them and like putting them together. It's like an intricate web that they, that she's managed to weave. I agree. Um, I have in my notes, Katie O'Malley going fruitier. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, pray for Katie O'Malley. I think I that also Lisa might be trying to introduce new servers to do like a new crop of like, pe- like I feel like maybe if this goes on for another season, we'll see like the old the old cast doing their thing that's like non-sir related mm-hmm. and then like a new crop of people that actually work at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. TBD on how that'll go though. I'm going to wait with beta breath for that one. These people love things they love. Sitting on the floor. Yeah, they love And playing the spin sit. the bottle. What Babe, is I'm that about? You, they're so immature. It's like shocking. They're they're just like mm, kiss, 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 kiss. They're just like they're you know. It's like infants. a bunch of drunk middle schoolers. Yeah, seriously. Peter and Stassi, I thought were a hot couple. I think they had good chemistry. I think they had great chemistry. Yeah, they kind of make sense. They do. I think they should get back together. Me is too. Peter seeing anyone? No, he's single and she's single. So Gee, well, things could happen. It's going to be like a real TV show where the two single people just end up together because who else will they date? Yeah. The f- the photo montage of their relationship, I was like, wow, they make a lot of sense as yeah. a couple. Like, and they on. like had a good make out, yeah. so it seemed. It like they both seemed really into it. Wait. Okay. So Kristen has reached a new level of being coked out where her body is literally contorting. I also know when she's coked out when her like forehead veins start pulsing her forehead veins start popping out her chin her whole jawline like goes in and her like and she was standing there was this shot of her standing and she was standing like a jabberwocky like her body like her ass was kind of sticking out and her whole torso (laughs) and chest was like forward and her jaw was like so tight and she was like actually sandoval like 
cute. I fucked so many people. And you know what goes like, great with this veggie stir fry? Four lines of cocaine. She is. <laughs> she's reached a new level. Like smoking her cigarette, and like she's so like physical and like crazed. She is really crazy. She's definitely on something. That's for real. honey. It's like Adderall. It's amphetamines and like yeah, whatever meds like Wellbutrin. Yeah. <laughs> She's not well on Wellbutrin. She just she puts the unwellbutrin. It's the actually unwellbutrin. And also, it's like a super coke move to start an argument out of thin air to yeah. be like, oh, he comes out and he's like, so hey, do you cokey. have a lighter? And she's like, do I have a lighter? Do I have a lighter? You're, such a, you're an <laughs> asshole. You're a real asshole. I just have to say it. I mean, I don't no offense, but like, I'm gonna say it. You're a fucking asshole. And like, and then she just wove this entire story up, and he's like, um, okay, awesome. Yeah. It's Help. just like actually insane um schwartz giving katie the lap dance and knocking the frame onto her was also like a truly poetic moment this this show gives us many gifts i mean justice is is usually served (laughs) justice was served in this app and finally like everything the cherry on top of this entire experience was jack's dancing wait i didn't remember that babe i'm sorry come on what happened jack's is like Okay, I just have to actually show you because oh it's too good. What is it? What is who does he dance with? He dances with himself. I'm like actually shocked that you missed this. I need to see it. All right, here it is. Oh my god. <laughs> He's like dancing for <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? Wait. Lol. But Jack's dancing gave me life. Yep. <laughs> I love it. This episode went full Jersey could, Shore. He could have been like, he could have been like in a boy band, I think, like in the late 90s. Yeah, he could have. He He's could've. hot enough. He has yeah. that look. He has that look. Yeah. yeah. That like kind of like puffy, <laughs> like Joey Fatone <laughs> look. Well, thanks for being here. Of course, honey. I would like to just bottle this up and then not talk about it until next The marriage. Week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> right. Let's put a pin in this. Bottle it up. Sounds really good. Not speak of it again. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Smooth. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial. 
plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.